I like to describe Weird Norfolk as a cabinet of curiosities containing forgotten folklore, paranormal experiences, odd places to visit, and just a, a real collection of interesting local history. I'm Shifra Connor and I'm the curator and researcher for Weird Norfolk. Fact, folklore, legend that relate to a whole manner of different things in the county, whether that be an artefact at Norwich Castle, whether that be an erratic stone left by a glacier. So I'm Stacia Briggs and I'm the writer for Weird Norfolk. This week, we're at the Weird Norfolk Exhibition at the Forum. Today, we're out and about again, and we, we've come to have a look around the Weird Norfolk um, Collection of Curiosities for the Heritage Open Day Exhibition. Um, obviously, looking around, I know what's in it because I put it up, but, you know, never mind. <laughs> Shall we have a meander in? Yes, so the exhibition is in the gallery at the Forum. Um, it runs from the 6th to the 16th of September. Um, I think the, the opening hours are 10 till 4, um, and we've got all sorts of treats in store for you, if you can come along. Um, and look, there's the tree. Yes, the tree. The witch's leg of, of East Summerton is now in the middle of the Forum. <laughs> By ma- as if by magic. And it looks really, really good. It looks amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It and makes it really atmospheric, doesn't it? Yeah, so. it does. It's kind of... so. It's, it's And behind it, there's a backdrop, which is one of our photographers... That's Anthony. Anthony Kelly's picture of the uh, Somerton site uh, with its own tree. So, yeah, yeah should we walk in? Yeah, let's go. There's people in here. It's very exciting. People have come. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, you've done a lot of Weird Norfolk's, so how, how did you decide which ones you were going to put in here? I think, I think there are some that just literally... Yeah, there were some that had to, like, no matter what, had to be in their here. weight. Yeah. So, yeah. And then the others, we just wanted to make sure there was a really wide selection that covered all of the different types of folklore, so I wanted to make sure there was a devil story, obviously. <laughs> and then there's, yeah, there's the classics like yeah. Black Shark and the Lantern Man and it's just making sure that there was a, a nice even spread of weirdness and obviously that our favourites were in there yeah, obviously because you can't have a Weird Norfolk display without, for example the cursed goat's head of Strumpshaw is that your official favourite? I'm not telling you what my official favourite is yet I don't know, I mean honestly he, he embodies everything he is like right there as soon as you so on the right there's, there's two columns of um, stories and as soon as you walk into your right you'll see the goat's head it would be, in all his glory we're going to have a little chat later about our favourites but mm. wouldn't it be spooky if we all picked the same one. Yeah. I thought you could say wouldn't be spooky if someone brought the goat's head of Strumptual in to the forum. Yes, it would be. That would be a Please dream. Don't. A no, spooky it dream. not my dream. Shifa's dream. Just bring it to her house. I'll I was let you talking to somebody this morning in here who said they'd actually got a goat's head. But it's not. It's a oh, black it? goat's head. Oh. So it's not. It can't oh, it be. It could have been dyed. Yeah. Could have been, yeah. yeah. They yeah. bought it's it possible. in an antique shop. Did they? In Norfolk. In Norfolk. Does it have eyes? Yeah, has it got eyes? I don't know. That is oh. the uh, deal breaker. 
Yeah. So which way should we go? Towards folklore or towards ghosts? Which way? Do you want to go? Should we go folklore? towards folklore? Yeah. folklore yes, yeah. I think so. Let's have a wander. Straight away, I spotted the mermaid. Yes. That, that we, we went saw. to see, we visited the Which, mermaid. When your idea was that we went to search for it and we literally walked and there it is. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, where could it be it's there? Like, that's what we kind of wanted to get yeah. across now as well. well. Yeah, yeah, yeah like you walked right straight, now. there she is. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. there she where is. Where is she? Oh, there. <laughs> yeah, so we've got kind of panel boards up and they're telling many of the stories that we've already covered uh, in a shorter form. Um, 150 words ish. So me pulling these down from 650 I know. words, I was it really was painful. That you to do it. There's so much I couldn't put on there, but the, we have got books of the whole stories yeah. out. So if that's not enough, and who knows, gosh, it wouldn't be. Mm. How could 150 words tell these stories? Then the whole stories are there, and of course online at EDP24, Weird Norfolk. So, um, yeah, so ahead of us we've got the folklore section. And then and round the other side of that is our special stones section. Oh, should we have oh, a yeah. look at the stones? Oh, they're strange. And they are standing up, aren't they? Yeah, I was hoping it would have been really good if we could have done like a stone circle or something. But Norfolk doesn't actually have any stone circles. So, so yesterday she spent the whole day saying if we had an unlimited budget, which, as you know, we don't, um, <laughs> yeah, we that don't we, what we would have done... <laughs> Which did kind of go One off of into flights of would fancy. Would have been a stone circle. A stone circle, yeah. Would have been amazing. Yes, and all you really got is just me as the witch of East Somerton. But yeah. you know that's enough, isn't it? So I, there's there's three stones on there. And there's another. So two. one of them is that it must be Ling, and because you you mentioned that one before, we've not done Ling on the podcast. No, there. we haven't. We're we're and it is one of my favourites. Yeah, we, have we done any? I don't think we've done a stone yet, have we? Well, you, you, or maybe the you great stone. Stones. I think we haven't done the great stone of Ling yet because we actually wanted to go out to it. Yes. And we haven't actually had an opportunity to yeah to you, go. Quite you can that far. get to it. That's a great story, yeah. the Great Stone of Ling, and and I have done it not justice there because you need more than 150 mm. words. That is one to definitely sit down and read because we won't tell you what it is though because you have to come down here. You have and to read come it. down and see it. But it does involve blood-soaked ground yeah. and uh, and haunted nuns. Yeah, and haunted nuns. Nuns. Yeah. yeah. Right, okay. And um, children. Children hurrying past. I think the children were allowed off school half an hour early. Yeah, so they didn't have this to go stone past is so it in terrifying. The dark. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Wow. We'll so definitely do that in the podcast yeah. in the future. It's not particularly terrifying, no. though, does it? Although it's like in the middle of woodland with nothing else really around it, which is quite random, isn't it? Well, that is the is nature an of an erratic glacial <laughs> stone. <laughs> that they are randomly there, like and that erratic. is why I do like an erratic. And that is why the stories have sprung up because. Obviously, there was no way to explain why a great old boulder was in the middle of a wood. One of the things I love about the stone pictures in particular is I send the photographers out and I say, oh, can you get a picture of this stone? And they come back and they make them look so good. Yeah. It's literally just a piece of rock. It is just a and stone. And like some of the pictures are so atmospheric, mm. like they're the hardly crossroads. Look at it. I think so creepy. the strangest thing about, about Ling was that when we wrote the story, I don't think he actually saw the story before we no. sent him out there, because Ian Burt, who took that picture, is a little bit scared, on the yeah. scared side. And that's, he, in the end, he asked me to stop telling him the stories before he went, because he was getting too freaked out by them. <laughs> so we didn't tell him this one, but he said, oh, it's lovely there. And you're thinking, yeah, did you prick it? Did it bleed? Yeah. Uh, but we didn't. Bleed. Yeah, did it bleed? Um, but we didn't tell him that before he went. And no. he said it was a lovely day out. Yeah, he really liked yeah, it. Yeah, he really liked it there. So um, yeah. yeah, and then he read it, and he and decided he, he, like he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't want to <laughs> go, go again. No, he's not going back. And um, so just behind us, we've like set up a map so you can add your own experiences 
um, to it. Um, we've already got one on there, which is a great little story. At the time of recording, there's only one. Oh, yeah. Sorry, yes. Yeah, so very early days. Only, yeah, we, we, we have only been open for three hours. Yeah, yes. so... <laughs> So hopefully, by the time, a win. <laughs> hopefully by the time this goes out, there'll be more. But it's a um, great story. But yeah, it's a really great story. Do you want to read it, Stacia? Because I'm not yeah, very good I? at shall I'm I? not very good at reading. It is, it is a bit of a famous one, given a kind of uh, a twist. So it's the Madder Market Monk in the Madder Market Theatre, which is famous, isn't it, for its spectral goings-on. Um, and it says, my family and I went to the theatre to see a play. As everyone was going from the aisles to their seats, a monk, fully robed and as solid as you or I, walked from the entrance through to the back of the theatre. Nobody seemed to notice the monk, which seemed strange as it wasn't something you saw every day. <laughs> no. <laughs> Upon asking some people around me, who were looking in that general area, nobody but me saw him. <laughs> so there we go and that's the sort of thing we're looking for yeah. so you know any ghost stories UFO sightings yeah. Norfolk Puma sightings because yes. we're a bit scant on them at Big the moment erratic stones that haven't yet been had a, <laughs> had a story attached to them but need one um, yeah, many things. Yeah, literally any, any kind of unusual stories you've got we'd love to hear it yeah. and if we have enough I don't know maybe we could do a feature on them themselves maybe I don't know a book yeah a book. <laughs> stolen bells bells stolen by the devil oh the old stolen bells yeah. ringing out yes from under the ground yeah anything if you've got a story to tell come and tell it here yeah. and we pin them to the wall and it will form another map. Like, yeah, you don't have to leave your name no, or anything. This one so doesn't have a name. It's no. just it's just out there as a story. Yeah. So come along, write your stories, pin them up, and uh, and we will bring the new chapters of Weird Norfolk. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Should we carry on walking yeah, around yeah, a bit? Yeah, sure. There's quite a few people in there. Yeah, it's, it's pretty busy, busy, isn't it? Isn't it? Wow. Maybe we should have charged admission. Maybe I might go and do that. Just <laughs> get some cash. I know that's not the spirit of it. So these are more stones. More stones, yeah. The cursed stone of Stockton. The cursed stone of Stockton, which is, is it, it looks... Love, in the picture, it looks like it's looming. Yeah. But it's, it's actually, like, about really knee small. high. <laughs> and it's on the A146. It's like a monolith, <laughs> yeah, isn't it, it on does, that? It does look like a monolith. It looks like, yeah, it looks like Stonehenge. Yeah, it's not part like of. that. But if you actually look at the size of the nettles, that gives you... A, they are not giant nettles, are they? <laughs> True. Um, and, and I've driven past this stone a million times. I have now... I do now know where it is, and it is near quite a nasty junction, so don't look too hard if you're mm. still driving. But, but um, it's like in a lay-by, though, isn't it? So yeah. you could pull over and like look at it if you wanted You to. could offer it, as we say in the story, vote, uh, a votive offering as an mm. appeasement to the spirits that have cursed the solitary stone of Stockton. Couldn't you? Yes, you could. Had they? What? When you went. No, I haven't been. I thought you went. No. Oh, right, OK. I stopped there once, nobody had left a votive um, Maybe or you should have done... Oh, God. What have I done? What have I unleashed? <laughs> What's round here, then? It's a more folklore. Ah, the heart. The, yes. the, the witch's oh. heart. The bouncing witch's heart of Kings Lynn. Yes, this is a classic, isn't it? Yeah. And our um, devil story, which we went for Brograve Mill in the end. Although I do really like Tunstall, but I don't know. I thought the picture for the mill was quite atmospheric. I just quite like the fact that the devil was enticed into a mowing competition. Yeah. <laughs> it's so mundane, isn't it? <laughs> it's like kind of, uh, you know, if you're gonna, if you're gonna, if you're gonna have a competition, why not make it mowing? You know. Yeah. And uh, of course, he uh, he wins, doesn't he? With yeah. his dark but magic. But he doesn't get spoilers. His... Oh yeah, Spo- sorry. Oh, yeah. Mm. Um, and yeah, we've got the the witch's heart of Kings Lynn yeah. here, which is the. 
the lady who was burnt. burnt. And then her heart burst from her chest and hit a building and then bounced down the road into and the river. Podcast, yes, uh, for f- full details in a, yeah, yeah. Full details in a previous <laughs> podcast. I wondered whether or not this might physically be possible. <laughs> not the part of it bouncing to We the did have quite reserve. an in-depth discussion about it. I'm not sure it all made the podcast. There were some intestine yes. bits that probably didn't make no. it for a very good reason. <laughs> Tea time missing. You know, I had this conversation with someone else as well. Like... A, we were talking not about Why the witch's that heart, me? but we were talking about but you know people being burned as heretics and things, and the conversation came up again. And I was like, well, actually, <laughs> yeah, may I just throw into <laughs> the ring? <laughs> throw my two cents into this, <laughs> and then we've got a, another um, spoiler. This is definitely one of my favourites, which is uh, mainly because for me, I like a story I can really write, and this is a proper kind of. Uh, mm. I've written acres on this, and um, the Lantern Man of the Norfolk Marshes. Um, and we were saying, weren't we, that marshes in themselves are just creepy. Mm. It's a bit like what else did we say was creepy? Forests. They no, just I well, no, as in as in they're nice. But if you're in the middle of it on your own, it doesn't yeah, matter if anything's I it's happening. Only at night, though, it's still a bit. I don't know. Even in the day, if no, you're in there on your own, that's... well, I'm going to leave you in one on your own. That's fine. It's creepy. That's absolutely fine. She would think it was creepy. If she I was wouldn't. Right. You would. I wasn't. She would. I went down to the hut and was wandering around that on my own in the dark. But you knew where there were other people. Yeah, but I could have got lost. Right, okay, well, we might have to And it was fine. One. But I so think I'm not scared man, of forests. <laughs> the lantern man. That, is, that could really be Charles Dickens' Christmas Eve uh, ghost absolutely. story, isn't it? This it's is an absolutely there. beautiful story. And yeah, one day I will properly write this one up and, and, and I will do that. I will release it to the wild at Christmas. Because no. it is a, a stunningly beautiful story. And the marshes are so evocative and so unbelievably fabulous to write about. So I love this one, I really do. And I wrote a huge, massive feature for the Eastern Daily Press about 15 years ago about phosphorescence. It was a whole series on phosphorescence, because mm. that's how interesting I am. And, um, and this was one of the tales that came from that. So this is something that's when you discovered about the owls as well, the glowing, the glowing owls. owls, you know, which is nice. And the glowing mushrooms, mm. which are linked to the glowing owls, I won't lie. And um, it's not glowing owl poo, though, is it? No. no. Yet, that we know of. But yeah, so I love this one, and it's it's about Joseph Bexfield, his ghost, who can still be seen drifting across the marshes on dark and misty nights. Mm. It's a good one. It's a good one. So let me. It's something for everybody, isn't it? Yeah. Because we've got some worksheets. Yeah, we've got an activity sheet which is called Little Legends of Norfolk, um, which was drawn by a very talented illustrator called Gemma Carell. <laughs> so excited. Um, there's, uh, when you come into the exhibition, you'll notice lots of little black shucks hidden around, and that's actually one of the activities is to count, well, see how many black shucks you can find. I'm not going to tell you how many there are. Is that because we're not at this point entirely sure how that, many there are? Yeah, they, they seem to be multiplying. Yeah. That's just part and of then the element of the whole yeah. thing. So, um, so, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, there are shucks <laughs> wherever you look, aren't there? And they're really cute. <laughs> and we'll also be having witch stone making craft here yeah. on Saturdays. Yeah, so morning. people can make their own hagstone, which is a very handy thing to have. Mm. Which every is home should have one. Every yeah. home should have a hagstone. I've got, God, I've got tons. <laughs> I've literally I've only got, got one. Oh, yeah. I've got about 80. So they're stones with holes in, and if you hang one by your door, it repels evil spirits. So you're apparently. repelling 80. Evil the, <laughs> I had the man from my satellite TV got in today, and uh, he was, anyway, but he got through the, the hagstone. So not foolproof. Not foolproof, no. And then for those people who have not 
listen to the podcasts online, tut tut. You can actually come and listen to them here. We've yeah, got we've screen. got all of them, um, kind of a touchscreen thing that, going on. Is that not a day out right there yeah. on that touchscreen that you can literally just it must stand be a couple there of hours worth. all day? How many? It must be. Yeah, all day. It'd take you about eight hours yeah. to listen to that lot. At yeah. least. So we've got go we've got the Ghost Walk um yeah. podcast there, we've got um Baconsthorpe. Baconsthorpe, East Summerton, yeah. Mermaid, Goat's Head. Was yeah. it was it nineteen or twenty of them? There's nineteen, 19. I think, yeah. Yeah, so, so that that is a good afternoon out, isn't it? Yeah. Sitting there listening to us banging on. <laughs> ghosts. <laughs> yes, ghosts. Ghosts now. Yeah. The um, the goat's head is the the lead story on that yeah, one. Yeah, headline. yeah, the headline. Sure goat. Yes. Um, on these ones, I've actually included some um, clippings from the papers as well, because unlike the folklore stuff, which is you know more kind of documented in books and stuff, the the ghosts and the beasts section, uh, a lot of it has been documented in our in the local papers. So obviously, because we've got access to the EDP and Evening News archives, we've kind of tried to pull some bits out of them as well. So there's a bit of reading to do. <laughs> she has done an amazing job on that. My, uh, she has done all of this. I have, I came and put some blue tack on things. And I put some pins in a map, and I wrote it all. But yeah, other than so that, yeah, I know. But hair. when it comes to the actual exhibition, she is the mastermind. Um, so yeah, we've got uh, the Goat's Head, the Magdalen Street Ghost, um, Thetford Warren Lodge Ghosts. Mm-hmm. We've which just is, done a podcast yeah. on him. Um, I think it was. I can't remember what's around the other side actually. Morley Hall. Oh, Mousehold Street. And then we've also got another section for beasts, which I was going to originally call cryptozoology, but then it turns out not that many people know what that is. So I, I, I shortened it to beasts. Because <laughs> we'd hate to educate people. Yeah, we'd we? hate to. Well, <laughs> it was quite a long word as well. And like trying to explain, I was like, oh, I just, I'll just put beasts. Yeah, it's fine. I think beasts, you know, is, yeah. is more evocative, isn't so it? So obviously we've got the beast of the A1075, which is a classic. A classic beast. Classic. classic. Absolutely. Okay, and then classic kind beast. of Stacia talks a little bit more about what other beasts might be in Thetford Forest. Yeah. And we've got um, a sea monster spotted at Eccles, which is a really interesting one. And it was actually spotted by an ex... Um, was he a Lord Mayor or High Sheriff? Lord Mayor. Lord, an ex-Lord Mayor of Norwich. And he wrote so into the... True. So it must be true. Mm-hmm. And two MPs, wasn't it? And he? two MPs, Which yeah. is a story in itself, really, what they what were was, doing yeah, on what? a beach, having a wander <laughs> in Eccles. Yeah. Um, and it's just like, I've, again, included a couple of clippings of his original letter and then kind of a little follow-up to it. And also quite a funny little advert from the time, <laughs> yes. like from um, a caravan estate <laughs> yeah. out at Eccles. Um, but I'm just looking there at Mr H.E. Wittard's sketch. Yeah. It's very Nessie, isn't it? Is, it is, isn't it? I mean, there was a quite... A, yeah. There was a lot of... Um, Ooh, it looks backing, like tyres, doesn't it? There was a lot of toing and throwing, throwing in the paper about this and people have lots of explanations and he was like, no, I know what I saw. And in the end, the editor of the EDP said, that's it. No more correspondence on so many on this times subject. in my life I've wished to say that in a, it, just just in normal life, no more yeah, no more correspondence on this subject. Draw a line and that was it. Yeah. 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 So, um, so the, the the mystery is unsolved. Yeah. But it's a really interesting Nessie, one. Nessie, Norfolk's Nessie is still mm, out there yeah. at Eccles on Sea, yeah, yeah. probably listening to the bells. You see, it could be it just could be a line of dolphins, couldn't it? Could be, or just like oh, a, don't a wave. The magic. That's well, you know. What, that have escaped from a circus? There was one... <laughs> Look at them. <laughs> could be a line of tyres being dragged by a speedboat. Well, they were boat. saying as well it could be a flock of birds. What? 
I know. It doesn't look cormorants, any... Cormorants. But he know. was... Yeah, it might, it might have been cormorants. That's rubbish. That's a stupid idea. They're <laughs> obviously not birds. Look at them. <laughs> but it's really cool that we've got the sketch, they could have been inflatables, couldn't they? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. know. I'd I like it. Like I would really like it to have a face. In the 1930s. I'd really like it to have a face. And to be Should wearing a Tam-O-Shanter. Should I stick some googly eyes on it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> a little tam o as well. I think I've got some little googly have eyes. Have you? Yeah. Put them on it. <laughs> Because we don't know which side's which. You don't know which side's its, its eyes and which side's its backside, do you? I think we need to know. Now, just um, beyond that, yes. we're showing all the films which have been featured in the newspaper, mm-hmm. yep. so, um, which means we can't get past there at the moment no, because there's quite a crowd. Yeah, because it's the Haunted Caravan at the moment, I can see. Yeah. That's a great yeah. one, isn't it? Yeah, that Haunted was a really caravan. good one, yeah. 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 Um, in Yarmouth, so a, a caravan which was haunted... And right, um, <clears throat> ruined someone's holiday. Yeah, they had to. They drove all the way back home, didn't they? And yeah. they drove Which all the way back. Like they did six or something. Yeah, wasn't but it? it was quite they a long way to get. They'd done it in the middle of the night, so they drove home in the middle of the night and then went back the next day. <laughs> it was the, the Beaver Bishop of Bavingley. <laughs> <laughs> in that one, we tried to get as many bees into yeah. the story as possible. Yeah. Like, in Burgundy. <laughs> It looks like there's another story going on. <gasps> oh my word! How the excitement, exciting. literally live action, is yeah, going on live as we speak. Happening right now. Right now. Oh, we're going to have a look at that. Yeah, we're going to have a look. Because that's the map on that side. But oh, yeah, on the, the opposite side. side, there's another map, which is full of pins. Yep. Yeah. Um, so the pins have all got numbers on. Although we didn't actually have enough pins for the story. <laughs> we might work on that. <laughs> we'll, we'll deal with that later. Um, but all of the pins the numbers refer to a story in the books which are next to it so you can have a look on there see the number flick through the book and actually read the whole story instead of just like the 60 second video you can kind of look into it a bit more in depth so joy joy on someone's face Mm. about the bishop of babbingly badger whatever he is i bet he's got a friend who's a badger Okay. So you go and see what this story yeah, is. It's yeah. just gone up. Okay. This is playing it dangerous because we've not pre-read this or anything. It could be no. anything, couldn't it? It could be, a, it could be an, a, a rude one, <laughs> couldn't it? We'll go and find out. There's a lot it's of words good. on it. There are. Do you want to read it or do you want me? Um, I'll read it. Go. I'm not very good at reading, though. <laughs> Sorry, we saw you putting one up, so... I've just put one back on. Where is it in? A Yarmouth. Is this your story? Yeah, I just thought I'd put one up to get people to oh, actually start. Oh, fantastic. If I can... Oh, right. So got the actual witness. So do you want to read your story for our podcast? <laughs> I'm fine. Are you sure? Yes, I'm fine. Okay. I know it's taking well, it out of you, you're pinning it up. There you go. It's we'll, taking we'll all your energy. Yeah. Thank you so much. <laughs> so at the Norfolk Nelson Museum in Great Yarmouth, I used to volunteer at the Nelson Museum on Yarmouth's famous historic quay. One night I had to lock the rooms upstairs. The rear room upstairs had two doors and had to be locked from the inside. Inside was a rocking horse, which was a present from Nelson to his daughter. She's getting freaked out. I'm getting freaked out as I'm reading it. (laughs) This particular night it rocked back and forth. The windows were shut and locked, and blocked out, no chance of breeze. I hurried out of the room and closed the door. I don't know what it was, but every time I went in, I felt cold. 
There we go. That's a good the haunted, one, rocking horse. Wow. Oh, that's made my eyes warm. Nelson. Oh. That's a really good one. We've touched on it before, though, but things connected with children mm. really <clears throat> scary, can't yeah, they? Yeah, they really can. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why. I think it's because we're so. We're so we children are so innocent normally and they're so mm. and so that yeah the things that are associated yeah. with them you, you think are innocent and then all of a sudden when they get this kind of like malevolent yeah. kind yeah. of we've feeling, all met it's... some of them haven't we those malevolent yeah. children in the play pit isn't it? <laughs> and, then, and again also traditionally ghosts tend to be older people don't they yes mm. yes so the ghosts of children particularly chilling yeah. yeah it really is isn't it and you don't want to think of a rocking horse being Ridden by an invisible force, do you really, mm. particularly? No. Mm. Mm. Right, so, we've had a look round. Yeah. A lot of people here enjoying it. Yeah. But now's the, the crunch moment. We need to know your favourite stories. Am I going first? You are. Where, where, where are we heading? Are we staying here? Or are we oh, well, we'll stay here, that's fine. Um, so, my favourite is a ghost story. And it's a village that I have trouble saying the name of. Yay. <laughs> I'm so pleased she's having to say this. Go on, try and say Fulmiston. it. Fulmiston. Fulmiston? Fulmiston? Fulmudston. Fulmudstonston. Stun. Where's a little, it near? It's, uh, is it near Fakenham? Yeah, that'll do. Yeah, it's near Fakenham-ish. Um, it's really cool. It's, it, there's not much information about it, but it's just really, really creepy. And there's a, a ruin of a church that's all overgrown um, with ivy and stuff. And um, some people were out there walking... And they walked towards the church. And as they approached the church, their um, their dog started acting up and didn't kind of want to go any further. And um, they got this sudden smell of sulphur, which is usually an indicator of um, a, a demon or an evil spirit. Um, or a bad meal the night or before. Or a bad meal the night before. <laughs> yeah. Um, as they, so they, they smelled this weird smell and then a kind of a, a, a mist appeared in front of them which I think is really creepy. So they, they, they started to walk away, and as they looked up in the ruined tower, they saw a figure walking around the top of the tower, even though there's, like, no floor or anything. And I don't know, it was just really creepy. Like, really creepy. And um, we sent the photographer out to that one, and he didn't like it there. That was Ian again. Bless him. But yeah, he got very freaked out by it. And, uh, yeah, I think that's one of my favourite stories. You well, I'm going to go for the goat. I'm sorry, oh. the goat. Why, do you because, look, why does well, he speak to you? As you said earlier on, does he that story... Well, he doesn't, hopefully <laughs> not, no. But it, the story has got everything, hasn't it? You know, mm, it's a ghost it story. Really but then it's left in the mystery. Where is it now? And that's what really appeals to me, mm. is, the, is the excitement that maybe one day somebody's actually going to find it again. But then the yeah. horror that goes well, with that. Well, that's it. It's like, will it, all these things start happening again? I do really love the goat's head. It is, like, up there in my top... If we had a mug, if we had to have a mug made, yeah. the goat's head would be at the yeah, bottom of it, wouldn't it? Yeah. We've already decided yeah. that. So, so like, when you finish drinking your tea, the goat's head will be like... Or have one of those ones where the hot would make it come up. Yeah. But the goat's head is, is, is a weird Norfolk classic. Yeah. You know. But also, somebody was suggesting this morning, mm-hmm. you see, that perhaps we're just on the verge of it appearing again because the pub's been closed again yeah. because it's been flooded. Yeah. So the so curse maybe. lives on. So maybe it's, like, in the cellar or something, and so it's, the curse is still kind yeah. of there yeah it's 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 um i was I, I think i told the story that i was banned from strumpshaw wasn't i for yeah. writing a bad review about yeah. one of their pubs not that one funnily enough and they told me never to even drive through it and now there's a good reason not to mm. another good reason which is you the know, ghost the good thing that i do like about that one is that it was again nothing online about it like it's mm. you know it, it was almost lost 
yeah. and we kind of managed to bring it back, mm. which is quite nice. Isn't and it? that's what you kind of set out in the very first place yeah. when you came up with this idea. Yeah, it was yeah. to bring, it was to make sure these don't get lost, wasn't yeah. it? And I think we have done that yeah, on quite a with few of several them, of these. Yeah. That there's nothing like Mousehold as well. Yeah. Mousehold Street, Postcards. There's nothing online or anything, so no. we've managed to like bring that one back. So. Yeah, and now there is, and now it means that people can look and and then and link it to other things and. and yeah. Well, I think we touched on it in, in one of the earlier episodes of the, the, the podcast that some of these ghost stories, through what you're doing, they're going to become the folklore and the legends so. of the future. Yeah. I really hope so, yeah. It is exactly what you want to be hearing about kind of as we come into this time of year, isn't it? Mm. In front of the fire, this kind of story. Um, but, yeah, the, the goat's head. I and think hopefully like, having the exhibition will kind of help that as well because people are coming in and reading the stories and then taking them away with them and telling them that to their friends and then it will kind of continue in that way it's quite nice and, and as soon as people know what you do or that we do this and that it's amazing the number of people who suddenly come to you and say oh you know this happened and you know probably nothing but and then they tell you this horrific story don't they you kind of, you've had that a lot haven't you richard you yeah. get that, you, but yeah. what you get here is that people come out and think, isn't that a load of rubbish but actually you know what happened to me once <laughs> yeah. or do you know what happened to my mother or to, uh, and they believe it yeah but they don't believe it yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah they're they're kind of, i don't know what it is but yeah. this happened and now your favorite yeah your... for me i find it really hard to to differentiate between the ones i like writing and my favourite story, but it's got to be the Gildencroft Bogey for me. I knew, I knew I know, you. I know you knew that I was going to say that, but I love him. I love everything about him. I love the fact you made him. I love the fact that that it's an area of Norwich where you just wouldn't think something like this. And we've created our own bogeyman, our own slender man, right here in Norwich. Mm-hmm. And that story is. It is online. It is available, but it's there's hardly anything, no. is it? And we went into it and we found people who happened to be related to me which was handy um but it, this is a story that has i have grown up with so therefore to actually bring it out yeah. and to redo it and it was our halloween story yeah, wasn't yeah, it yeah, yeah. last year in 2017 it was just a treat to bring one of my family's stories into mm. you know and and it's not just my family making it up um it is it is yeah, it documented, documented isn't it so yeah, again, yeah. That thing of like bringing back something that was nearly lost yeah I really like those, but so many of them, it's so hard. It is really hard, because then you'll think of another one, you'll be like, oh yeah, but It's kind of easier for me to think of the ones that I don't love as much, and Mm. that's only ever because they're difficult to write. And again, that's the other thing about Weird Norfolk, it's not just, it is very much just like ghosts and folklore, but it's also telling interesting people's stories as well. Yeah, Um, and I don't actually think, some of the really famous ones we haven't done. No, I've actually avoided them on purpose. Yeah, so we haven't done Blickling Hall and 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 the Headless... Two people today have mentioned to me, Anne Boleyn. Yeah. So, oh, is Anne Boleyn here? Yeah, no. But not yet. Um, not. She, I mean, she will do be at <laughs> yeah. some point, but because she's so well known, I'd rather us do things that people aren't aware of. And she's so busy, isn't yeah, she? Yeah, you know, she's <laughs> so busy. You can't get an interview with her or yeah. anything. It's, it's sometimes really difficult to actually differentiate between the, the Norfolk and the Suffolk stories, isn't it? Because yeah. when I was thinking of them, I was thinking of some, and they are from across the border. But um, it is a huge body of work, actually, mm. isn't it? Now, but Stacia asked me how many I have left on my list, and I've probably got about two hundred still left. Yeah. Without even trying. And that's without people's stories that they're giving us. So as I said to her, it's not, it, there, is no, there is no end, mm-hmm. is there? We have got just acres of it, haven't we? Mm-hmm. And the more you do, the more you get. And it's always a treat when you find something's linked, isn't yeah. it? Oh, when, yeah, to when two stories are linked, it's just brilliant, isn't it? Yeah, so. fantastic. 
And they, uh, it is, uh, we really hope this exhibition kind of has a bit of a flavour of the absolute joy that this is to do. Yeah. Which it is the highlight of our week, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, passion. Yeah, it really is. Going. Yeah, it does. It's, it's just everything about it. It's storytelling, it's, it's those videos, it's bringing these stories to the forefront of people's minds again. And it's kind of keeping this whole new vein of history and, alive, yeah, it's isn't it? It's our heritage, isn't it? And it's yeah. important that yeah. people remember it. It's really interesting, like, walking in here and seeing people reading stuff and watching the videos, and it's, it's really nice that mm. people are actually taking the time to... Because there is a lot of copy here. There's a lot to read. Yeah. And people are taking the time to actually read it, which is really nice. Yeah, yeah, it is. Mm. It kind of... We won't lie, we would do it anyway. <laughs> but, but it is a treat to see people kind of engaging with it and loving it. And that, I think, is across the board, isn't mm-hmm. it? You know, even people who kind of, you know, oh, you know, what a load of nonsense. Even if you didn't believe in anything supernatural, we would still have something for you. Mm-hmm. Because you have, like, the Charlotte Atkins Yeah, and you and have Shipton, which is yeah. true. Yeah. You have, you know, you have things that, that are just, it's reported, isn't it? We're not mm-hmm. sitting there saying this is true. Yeah. We're not saying, you know, obviously it all is true. But um, we're but not you're saying you're also that. not sat there just making up stories. No. no. They're all based on, on things. things. Yeah, and stories I think you say quite a lot, don't you, Chief? Yeah. That, that everything's got this, this grain, grain yeah. of truth somewhere within yeah. everything, isn't it? Yeah, so. that's it. That's exactly it. It's just, and it's if you, if you like writing and if you like if you like stories and you like the unusual, then what we do is exactly what you're looking for, really, isn't it? It's it's kind of it's the least dull history ever, isn't it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for listening to this week's Weird Norfolk episode. You can find us every week in the Eastern Daily Press on page 13 of the Weekend Supplement. You can also find an archive of all of our stories at edp24.co.uk and if you're feeling social, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Weird Norfolk. Weird Norfolk podcast is a Richard Fair production for the Eastern Daily Press. We'd love to hear your comments, your thoughts and your weird stories. Just contact us at weirdnorfolk at archant.co.uk.